from organic traffic and automated webinars, we jump into doing paid traffic and automated webinars in this episode of the Webinar Lab podcast. Want to get 166% ROI? How about 188% ROI or 225% ROI? Well, in this episode of the Webinar Lab, we're going to talk about how you can use Facebook ads to drive people into your webinars. Facebook ads that lead people into your registration page where then they register. Now, in this episode, which is obviously sponsored by Easy Webinar, we have Rick Mulready. Now, very quickly, if you don't know who Rick is, Rick has a couple very popular podcasts inside Social Media Podcast and The Art of Paid Traffic. Being a Facebook and paid traffic expert, Rick really delves into some of the things that you can do in your Facebook ads to get great conversions, and he actually he shares some awesome stats. Now, Rick came from the corporate world, uh, working for companies like AOL, Yahoo, and Funny or Die. When he decided finally to br- branch off into his own and create a, his own online business where he focused on helping others with all the knowledge that he gained from the advertisement world that he was a part of. In this particular episode, episode six, Rick is going to be talking about Facebook ads and how you can drive Facebook ads to a webinar. In fact, Rick uses Easy Webinar, and in this episode, he reveals how he is getting 166% ROI on his particular ad spend. Now, something interesting that I should point out, since this episode aired or since this interview aired, I've been testing out my own Facebook ads, and I'm actually getting... 225% ROI on my Facebook ads that lead directly to an automated webinar using Easy Webinar. So without further ado, put on your lab coat, let's dive in. Uh, so if you don't know about Rick's podcast, it's hugely popular, uh, social media insider inside social media podcast. Um, aside from that, uh, Rick is a Facebook genius. Um, in fact, we just had a meeting just three days ago, and he just blew my mind with some really awesome Facebook strategies. And he's, in fact, one of our Easy Webinar customers who's using Facebook ads to drive traffic into his automated webinars every single day. And today, I want, we want to share with you some of those stats. One of the biggest wins I've had this year is using Facebook ads to, like you mentioned, Casey, drive into Easy Webinar where I'm automating... A, so I have a couple of different courses. So I have a beginner's course and then I have a more intermediate to advanced course. Now for the beginner's course, I have a, have a webinar that I use Facebook ads every single day to drive into um, an automated webinar. And the reason for I, that I decided to do that is because I wanted to be able to reach as many people as possible. I really wanted to be able to scale helping people as, helping as many people as possible. And I figured that you know doing an automated um, streaming webinar would be the best way to do that. And yeah, so I'm running ads every single day. The, the, the funnel sort of looks like ads into the webinar. Um, I sell on the webinar. It's normally a $197 course, but on the webinar, it's a $97 course. Um, and then there's an email follow-up sequence after that. And then that gets them into, you know, moving towards my intermediate to our advanced course. So, uh, that, that whole funnel and that whole strategy has worked really, really well for me this year. Well, I think you know part of part of this this conversation that we've been having about this is that uh, webinars are the best way to um, to use the power of engagement 
yep. uh, use uh, to build that know, like, and trust and that expertise, right? Um, yeah. And an automated webinar allows you to do this while you can be doing other things, kind of working yeah. uh, not in your business but on the business, so to speak, right? Exactly. So, um, so that's doing the selling for you, but then you can tweak all the, uh, all, all the marketing on it. What are some of the stats that you're seeing with your with your Facebook ads uh, running into Easy Webinar? And maybe we could even do a screen share and, and things like that uh, if you feel comfortable. But I, I think the idea is that um, what right now is your cost per lead? And, and for those that don't know Facebook, um, you know when you're buying when you're paying for an ad, there's a cost per lead, and then there's obviously an ROI that you can have potentially on that lead. So, Rick, what what kind of like Conversions are you seeing? What kind of like results are you getting on your um, on your uh, cost per lead right now? I'm at around a. I just uh, I just checked this morning, and one of the things that I teach in my more intermediate to advanced course is that you really don't have to. Once you get things dialed in, you don't have to spend a whole lot of time on your ads. I mean, on a daily basis, I literally go in, check things out. I'm in there for two minutes, and then I'm out. Unless I see it, you know, some sort of glaring issues staring back at me that I need to address, you know, I'm in there and out. And, and so I checked things this morning. I'm at about a $2 cost per lead, um, sort of across the board, which I'm pretty happy with. Um, my ROI, so I'm at about 166% ROI on what I'm spending on the ads compared to um, sales. And so I also have that down to what my cost per... Uh, what my cost per, I think it's cost per registrant is. Yeah, the cost per registrant. So what that number gives me is what I can spend up to on my Facebook ads cost per lead. So if I'm getting about a $2 cost per lead on Facebook and then my cost per registrant in, you know, from all the stats is let's just call it $5 where I got, well, I have a big wiggle room here that I can, you know, uh, play around with in my ads while I'm, while I'm being uh, profitable. Uh, so I track everything. I track all the numbers as far as what obviously what my cost per lead is, how many leads I'm getting per day. Um, so the daily registrants to the webinars, how many people show up, how long they stay on the webinar, you know, and that all helps me inform these decisions on okay, is do I have to increase my ad spend? Do I need to uh, do a better job on the webinar itself? Obviously, I'm tracking how many sales we get. The, all all of the all that data allows me to say. Get, you know, guide me in the decision-making process as far as what which, and know which parts to tweak. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So if I know that people are dropping off on the webinar, you know, at around the fifty percent mark, I would have to go to the webinar and figure out, all right, what's happening at that point in the webinar to you know to, that's causing them to drop off. Right. Um, perfect example, and I don't have the exact number right here, but um, today's the so about two weeks ago. I was noticing that um, a pretty high percentage. Now, I was tracking things um, on a different platform up through October, I think it was. So I had some, some several months of data to look at. And when I restarted things at the end of October, early November, I noticed that people were not staying on as long as I wanted them to compared to my previous stats. And so by knowing that information, I was able to go back and make some changes to the webinar and now that percentage has greatly increased for the number of people that are that are actually staying on um, towards the end of the webinar. That's that's remarkable. Um, so, uh, so you know, one one thing that you said is that you were able to go back and tweak. That's yeah. incredible. A lot of people don't don't do that. Or in fact, with Easy Webinar, obviously, you can see if people 
watch a certain percentage of the actual event, and that probably gave you a bit of uh, insight as to where you know you saw people dropping off if they were exactly off if the fifty percent mark or the sixty percent mark, and you knew your offer was at the eighty percent mark, then you yep. knew that there was something that you needed to tweak. What specific things, if I can ask, did you yeah. did you kind of tweak in the webinar? Um, that you noticed. Some, someone asked me that yesterday, and I couldn't remember exactly what it was. But I know that I added, you know, I added more value. I, I felt like it was at, at some at some point in the, points in the webinar, it kind of dragged on a little bit. And I get constant feedback about how much value I offer in, and provide in the webinar. And uh, you know, I'm not just saying this, but I actually have thought about, all right, maybe I need to dial it back a little, a little bit because I'm giving away just too much information in there and it could be overload for people so um, that's a very valid thing to say and in fact I, I appreciate that you said that I'm not to interrupt you but yeah. it, you know the uh, that's something that a lot of our community asks how much value how much content mm -hmm. should they give to where if it gives if they give too much value and I and I've I've been um, I'm someone who's done this before where I gave too much content and it, it was overwhelming they loved yeah. it but it was overwhelming they had to focus so much on that content that they didn't Necessarily take the urgency to buy, right? Exactly. So exactly. I, I appreciate that you said that. Yeah. So that's that was one of the things I definitely looked at, and I, I also added in, and I forget the term that we all used to, to uh, describe this. I forget what your open open hooks, basically, like where you're introducing something or introducing a concept or a topic or something that's going to you know pique somebody's interest and, and let them know that you know we're going to get to that you know, in the next, you know, coming up here. So I, I did a little bit more of that as well. And, um, oh, I see you, uh, you created the, um, anticipation of what was coming, uh, in what was, what was going to be coming up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I also shortened the sales, uh, portion of the webinar as well, which, um, has worked. I've noticed a, a, an increase in, in sales, since I made that the change and I, I apologize. I don't, I don't have the spe exact specifics on what, what else I did to it, but you know, it was um, the length of the overall webinar maybe dropped maybe five minutes, so it wasn't a huge drastic change to it, but enough so that I've seen an increase in the percentage. So I'm tracking up to eighty percent, and then eighty percent, you know, to the end of the webinar. So that eighty percent to the end of the webinar, which is when the sales pitch is, is that um, that number has has uh, increased. So meaning the number of people are, that are seeing reaching that eighty plus percent. Uh, the webinar has increased, so it's it's working right now. Um, I'm always tweaking though. I'm always watching those numbers and and making those decisions, like I mentioned before, based yeah. on what the data is telling me. So to, to you know, what do I need to make uh, changes to? Right. Can I ask you what the conversion rates are that you're that you're seeing on your on your events on your uh, on your on your registration? Um, oh, on the registration, I'm between anywhere between thirty to about forty five percent. On, now that's on the registration page. Yeah, but that's pretty. I think for cold traffic, you know, for for Facebook traffic for paid advertisement, I think yeah, that, I think those numbers are actually not not too bad at all. Sure, um, and that's average too. I mean, I've I've seen I've seen higher. Like this morning, I was looking at the numbers. I've seen higher, and I've seen much lower as well. But that's sort of kind of in the ballpark of where I, I generally am. Can I ask then, what's the conversion from re those who register to uh, those who actually attend the event? Do you know that stat? Yes, the registrant to I, actually I'm flipping over to my spreadsheet right now. So that is forty nine percent right now, and overall I'm I'm just switching spreadsheets here, mm -hmm. and overall um, 
Yeah, so it's up. Because before, up through the middle of October, I was at 42%, and now I'm at 49%. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty decent increase then. Yes. Yeah, I'll take that. I don't know if you have stats about how long, you know, how long people have stayed. The majority of, of folks who do come to the event, how long, you know, who stays to the end? I don't know if you have that data. Um, um, yeah, the, uh, the 80% plus that we're tracking, uh, 50%, just over 50% are staying through till the end. Now, that's certainly a number that I want to raise because, you know, got to get those people to the, um, the sales portion, you know. Right. Um, but since I changed things up, I'm kind of doing an average here, three, six, nine. We're doing this on the fly here. Um, good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's since I changed things up when, I, as I mentioned at the at the very end of November, when I revised the um, uh, revised the webinar, I'm at around a sixty. <coughs> excuse me. Upper sixties percentage wise, um, staying till the end. So there's definitely work there I need to be doing, but it's it's it's. Um, increased a lot since I made that change. So the, the idea behind all of this is that your, your webinars, of course, have to match your, um, your message. Your ads mm. have to match your message, and your, and your registration has to match what your ads match. Your event has to, have to match what your um, registration match, what your ad match. So everything, all the language has to kind of be the same. Um, and uh, and I've noticed that I always get an increase in my registrations when um, when it's when it's definitely something that my audience is interested in. Sure, and sure. It, it sometimes it's not even that good looking of a page. You know, with Easy Webinar, obviously we have for our 4.0 we have obviously new templates, um, and uh, and then of course we have our um, customized template for uh, that we have in existence right now. Um, what I've what I've seen I've seen like a, a 70. Let's see. I think it was. 70% conversion on people who registered when I just used a simple easy webinar page where I just wrote out a bunch of copy. Mm -hmm. and the copy was so tightly connected to what the audience was looking for that that was the impetus to register. Yep. Um, and I've used both uh, video and I've used long form copy and I've, I've seen an interesting um, elements in both uh, yeah. that have worked. So I think that, um, yeah, and, uh, sorry Casey, the, the yeah. The, the distinguishing thing there that you just that I just thought about, and you just you did mention it before, is that you know the conversion rates I was talking about. That's on cold traffic. You know, that's people coming in from Facebook. These are not people who are on my email list already, or Facebook fans, or anything like that. These people, you know, brand new people coming in. So that it's um, I think you bring up a really good point there. It's really all about knowing what those numbers are, so that you can, you know. Use that to make those decisions in your business, including the type of thing that you're talking about right now, as for, as far as writing copy or having you know a particular type of landing page or the message in the ad, as you know, compared to the landing page and having that be consistent. Um, you just have to know what those numbers are so that you can make those decisions, um, you know, from an educated standpoint. So can I can I switch gears for a minute and talk? Uh, have you started using? Um were you have you are you using the Infusionsoft integration in Easy Webinar? I am. Yes, I'm. Ju I just switched over to Infusionsoft about six weeks ago, and I'm happy to say that uh, today is a Saturday, and as of Monday, I'm going to be fully integrated over. So it, it took me a while. I took my time. 
Um, but uh, yes, I am using the integration between um, EasyWebinar and Infusionsoft. Um, so I'm using all the tags. I'm using definitely the integration that we have there um, with Infusionsoft and EasyWebinar. And I'm not. I, I do need to do a better job though of of leveraging. You know, because if someone clicks on one of the buttons, obviously they're a much you know uh, much warmer lead. Um, and they're more apt to take an action and purchase from you. So I need to do a better job of that and setting up, you know, different, a uh, little bit different messaging in the sequences. But absolutely, I have multiple sequences set up in Infusionsoft based on the tag and the action that they take uh, yeah. or don't take within the webinar. Yeah, and I, again, there there are so many different ways that you there's you have a, a lot of time to kind of tweak this and work this out. Um, yeah. The good news is that those stats are in there for you. So you know now you know who's clicking. If you were to take all those people and put them in a campaign where you offered, you know, I don't know, a 10% discount, not that, that you sh should offer a discount, right. but now you know that those people, because maybe they're on the, the precipice of, of purchasing. Yeah, the, and, and you bring up a good point there as far as what people can, how people can leverage Facebook ads in regards to what you're talking about. So basically you place an audience pixel, a remarketing pixel, if you will, one of Facebook's pixels, onto the event page or the the actual webinar page and you can start pixel on the you know thank you for purchasing page of your product and you can create an audience out of people who came to your webinar but then didn't actually purchase so you can serve ads to them with you know some sort of a message that you know that's relevant to your um, what you're marketing on the, what you're what you're sharing on the webinar and also what you're marketing on the webinar too so that you can use the, re, the, the retargeting um, on Facebook to your advantage as well. You know, just simply buy a couple of, uh, you know, it's only one pixel. So you place the pixel on both of those pages so that you know, you know what, I'm targeting an audience who came to my webinar, but they actually didn't end up purchasing. So um, it's another opportunity to get in front of them. Really powerful. Again, thank you so much for kind of sharing some insights. Um, is there anything that you specifically wanted to say about, about Easy Webinar as we kind of roll out our, our 4.0 version? Uh, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, I was previously this year. I was using one of your competitors, and then moved over towards the end of the year here. And I mean, I've been. I'm so glad I made that that jump over. Um, the biggest thing for me is that I'm not a very, I'm not a technical person. I don't know the the tech side of things. Um, you know, it's 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 been so easy for me to learn sort of the flow of what's of the interface and figure out what I need to be doing and. Like if I need to go get a URL, for example, I know exactly where to go, and that, that sounds super easy. But you know, in other platforms I've I've used, I've had to go searching for it, and not really sure what I was looking for. But in the Easy Owner interface, it's super easy to navigate and see stats. Working with, uh, I'm not just saying this to you, but working with you and your team, when if you know if I've had an issue that has come up. You guys jump right on it. Things are fixed, and um, you know it's it's awesome. So could not be happier that uh, I made the change over. All right, buddy. Well, thanks again, and uh, everybody, thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Okay, thank you very much, guys, for listening to this episode of the Webinar Lab. Now, remember, these are pre-recorded interviews that were done in our mini course called WebinarMiniCourse.com. And if you'd like to access all of the content in Webinar Mini Course, where you get free workbooks, downloads, and videos that will help you to learn how to become a webinar master, you can go to WebinarMiniCourse.com. That's www.WebinarMiniCourse.com and get access to that right away. 
Now, if you'd like to check out our automated webinar that we drive Facebook ads to every single day, you can actually go to caseyzeman.com forward slash webinar. That's caseyzeman.com forward slash webinar. If you like the content you're learning here at the Webinar Lab, be sure to subscribe. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode where we're going to be talking to a blogger who's just kicking butt using webinars. I'll see you in the next episode.